0: All right, everybody. Welcome in. Podcast number three of the DC Sports Plus. Yeah, yeah, baby. Uh, Here it is. It is Sunday, March the 12th. Uh, So we're going to kick on here. We're going to get a uh, real quick one going. Start off with uh, the Deron Payne news. For all the Commanders fans, you know what it is. Uh, Deron Payne just signed an extension today. Four years $90 $90 million with $60 million guaranteed. That's a lot of money. That's a lot of money. A lot of money. Uh, and
1: I'm going to leave it to you first. go go ahead and say your piece, and then I'll get mine. In. All right. Well, I'm going to tell you right now, this, this is a tough one for me. I'm, I'm divided on this. I have mixed emotions on this Deron Payne deal. Play so, with my emotions. Play with my emotions. <laughs> it's never a good thing to play with my emotions. So the bottom line here is this. Uh, Commanders fans, we all love Deron Payne. We wanted Deron Payne to be signed last year. But when it didn't get done and we invested a second-round pick on Fedarian Mathis, a defensive tackle, coincidentally also from Alabama, I thought that would have meant that Deron Payne's days here would have been numbered and that we would, at the very least, did a tag-and-trade to get a draft pick to bring in someone to help us at another position. So that is what I thought was going to happen. On the other hand, we went ahead and we signed him to a multi-year deal. Uh, just to spit out some numbers real quick. Aaron Donald, right now, is the highest paid per year at 31.7 for DTs, defensive tackles. DeForest that's Buckner, a that's a lot of money. <laughs> that's a lot of money. DeForest Buckner, defensive tackle for the Colts, is just under now, DeRon Payne, at 21 million. So now, officially, DeRon Payne is the second highest paid DT per year in the NFL. Uh, the market dictates that's what he was supposed to get. I'm never going to hate on a guy getting his money. I'm glad he got his money. Um, we did sew up Duran Payne now, and I did some numbers with our four DTs on the roster, and right now it's set up where, with Federian Mathis having three years left on his contract, Jonathan Ridgway, three years left on his contract, Jonathan Allen, who we signed last year, three more years left on his contract, and now Duran Payne signing a four-year extension. We have our defensive line signed and pretty much taken care of for the next three, four years. Well, the middle. The The middle of the line, the DTs. The DTs. Outside outside ain't looking so sharp. Outside is another topic in and of itself. (laughs) But your interior defensive line is sewed up. That base, that anchor is there. That is the positive side. He's a very good player. But this is why I'm so divided on this. Because we invested a second-round pick on Fidarian Mathis, and now he's going to be relegated to a backup, to a, a rotational guy. When second-round picks start in this league every year, yep. So we probably could have used some better forward thinking, and maybe not used that pick on him. That way, when we extended DeRon Payne like we just did today, that pick could have gone to an offensive line, well, tackle, or guard. Well, even if even if
0: even if you don't look at it, that okay, we didn't know we were gonna. They didn't know they were gonna extend it. Okay, fair, fair enough. Ron Rivera didn't know that. My thing is. I'm with you on that because why draft a year early? If you lose DeRon Payne this year, then you draft a DT this year. Makes perfect sense to me. Instead of last year. So now, like yeah. you said, you got a second round pick that's a bench rider. Yep. That's that's going to be playing partial minutes.
1: Because you just paid another DT $20-plus plus million a year. And that's why I have the mixed emotions. That's why I'm really divided on this. On one hand, I'm excited that we got Deron Payne extended. I'm excited about having him and Allen anchor the interior of that D-line. But on the flip side, like my cousin just said, you invested a second-round pick on a DT that you now has been relegated to the bench and rotational. So again, mixed emotions. But the deal did get done. We have Payne now locked up for four years. And uh, let's see if we can't add some talent on the other side of the line so that we can be a better team in whole and not just good on the defensive line. It better. Yeah. <laughs> they don't have a choice at this point. Yeah. I mean, you know. Okay.
0: So now I'm a, I'm going to kick one number to you <clears throat> or one statement about numbers. John Allen signed a four-year, $72 million contract. Signing bonus of 30 million, fully guaranteed 35, 6, blah, 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 some numbers behind it. So 35,600,000 something. That was your captain. Okay. That's your captain. That's your captain. That's your leader. And I, yes. And I understand inflation and the next year, this, that, and the other. That's why this deal should have been done last year. And my thinking is it could have been right at the same amount if you wanted to do it. At the same amount that you are paying, Jonathan Allen would have saved you what eighteen million dollars total. It would have saved you about thirty million guaranteed. Uh, but we don't have, like I said, that forward thinking. We don't have the 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 brain trust to do this. And I've said, and me and my cousin have talked about it, that Ron Rivera, general managers the team. As a head coach would, meaning he sees the guys in the locker room. He sees the guys on the practice field every day. He's around them. He basically becomes close to them like a dad or something. And he gets to feel some kind of way about them. My uh, philosophy on that is not many people can do that. Not many people can separate being a good personnel guy from being a head coach. And I don't believe that Ron Rivera does that. I think he, he, he GMs with his heart instead of his head. And I am absolutely, positively against this contract. Nothing against Deron Payne. He had one ball-out year when Jonathan Allen is getting double and triple teamed. True. He had one ball-out year. Do you really expect him to duplicate
1: the numbers next year or any year in that contract? Probably not. And probably not. At not any- at all and and i have to agree with you i don't know if i'm as uh emphatic on this as you are i i don't if if i had to choose between a tag and trade and th- what just happened i would have preferred the tag and trade so i do mildly agree with you where i would have preferred a tag and trade to bring in a draft pick to help bring in a, an asset to help out on other part of the team um but again the idea of having them together it, it is exciting but uh, overall, uh, I, I have to agree with you in, 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 in the heart of the fact that we should have done it last year. It's a lot of money to pay two players at the same position. Yep. And you're putting all your eggs in one basket. You need to allocate your funds a little bit, spread it out a little bit more evenly amongst the positions. Yep. Um, so I have to agree with that, brother. I have yep. to agree with you. Yeah, and, I, and like I said, I am adamant about it because
0: I just feel, and I said from the get my take on on the Duran Payne thing, I'm shocked they got it done. I thought they were too inept to get it done. True. But when you offer somebody four years, $90 million, I, I guess it's, it, yeah. it, it's pretty hard to turn down. Money talks. Money talks. Yeah. So I didn't think they had the guts to go ahead and do that. I thought they would let him ride out on the franchise tag and do this. But I think this is in direct response to them needing to create extra money. As you see, to, this is Sunday. Uh, The legal tampering period starts Monday at 12 Mm o'clock. It's Sunday, 6.15 p.m. Eastern Time. We have made no other moves to clear up any cap space. Right now, we're doing this pod, and we don't even know what the exact breakdown of the contract is as far as per year, things like that. Nope. We know the annual value, obviously, but my, my guess is... He was going to make, we talked about it, almost $19 million on, right on at the franchise. Right about $19 million on 10. I'm guessing they get down to 12 or 10
1: mm-hmm.
0: Save 7 to $9 million. So where they had, you said $16 million, I think you said we had. 16 and some change. So we're, we're up to 23 to $25 million available in cap space with the legal tampering period coming up tomorrow. There should be some other moves. But again, why are we taking it down to the wire? If they're forward-thinking... If you have other GMs, you see it all over the league. Even people that don't need to do it, do it. Yep. Just to get it done. Just to have an opportunity. just so you give yourself more options. Exactly. So, uh, like I said, I, I love Deron Payne. I think he balled out last year. I don't think he's going to duplicate, and I don't think he's going to be worth the money like John Allen is. John Allen is worth the money. He is the captain of your defense. That's the guy you keep and pay. We did. Terry McLaurin on the other side. That's the guy you keep in pay. You did. Deron Payne was, like you said, a piece to the puzzle that you could go ahead and get a second round pick for and get another asset in here and put Mathis in the starting lineup. You
1: have Ridgeway in there as your three. Then all you need is a fourth DT. Because, look, the bottom line is this. Everything that my cousin said is 100% right, and I agree with everything that you just said. And the bottom line is this. You have all these assets, all these high draft picks on the D-line, but oh, poo that O-line. garbage. Oh, poo that O-line. Garbage, o line. garbage, garbage. And that's going to be a topic for another day. But needless to say, there needs to be a lot of assets and a lot of emphasis placed on the offensive line of this football team, especially with the young quarterback we have that's probably, presumably, going to be your starter. Right. And that's all I have to say on that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So <laughs> so okay, we're gonna cut it there because I'm getting my blood pressure worked up. Well, yeah, man, you get
0: worked up, man. Yeah, yeah. You I gotta did. calm yourself down, bro. Yeah, no, I know, yeah, yeah, I know. We gotta I switch we gotta switch gears. Switch so. the gears here. Okay, so now we're gonna go ahead and talk about the trade for the first overall pick. Uh, everybody knew it was coming. We all knew it was Just coming. Just a matter of time. The Bears listened to at least I want to say there was five teams, I believe it was. It was four or five teams that put proposals in. They were trying to work out something. Yep. So, uh, breakdown of the trade. Uh, the Panthers move from nine to one. And they receive, obviously, the number nine pick, which I don't consider that a two first-rounders. No. Everybody says, oh, they get two first-rounders. Uh, they don't they get swap. two first-rounders. They, they swap, they swap first. one. Yes. Okay. Then they get... Uh, second round pick number sixty one this year, mm-hmm. which is late second. Late, late second. First round in twenty twenty four, second round in twenty twenty five, and Ryan Poles pulled DJ Moore. Love it, a a number one receiver. Oh. So not only in his prime, in, in his, his prime, pride. just signed a new contract before Terry McLaurin did. Oh, beautiful. So Love it. so he Love it. pulls. Ryan Poles, if he ever heard this podcast, I love you, man. Yeah, man. I love you. You are exactly what we need in Washington yep. to sit there and do this. This man turned the number one pick that Lovey Smith gave the big FU <laughs> to the Houston Texans and beat the Indianapolis Colts. <laughs> to say the least. To, in, in week 18. Yeah. So he he turned that number one pick into – a solid number nine pick, could be offensive line, could be yep. wide receiver. They could potentially get the, the best
1: available left tackle.
0: They could get the best available left tackle. They could get, I'm saying it now, Jackson Smith Enigma. Oh, yeah. They, uh, oh, Justin, Justin oh, Fields. I'm saying it now. Callin for. For oh, you get out. Height, I'm, I'm calling it now. brother. am it Justin yeah. Fields. I love it. Teammate. Loved him. I love it. So, don't don't be surprised if that name yeah. pops up, come near the draft. Yeah. So, they, got the, they traded back for that. They got number 61 this year, second low second. Yep. They got first round pick next year and let's be honest, okay? It's the Panthers. Yep. It's going to be a rookie quarterback. They are going to have a high pick? They are going to have a high pick. It, they, They're probably going to be picking in the top 10. Probably so. so. That that's potentially probability a top 10 pick a next year. A top 10 pick year. next year. Yeah, I, I'm 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 pretty it. safe in saying that. Yeah. Um then you got a second round pick in 2025. And you got your number one receiver in DJ Moore. And that's Who's from? Maryland. University of Maryland, baby. Local, baby. DMV. DMV. DMV, baby. Okay, so uh, obviously, the way we're talking about it, I think everybody
1: knows we love to trade. Love to trade. So uh, give me your sticking points on it. I think this is one of those situations where both teams win. Absolutely. And let me me just break. Let let me go to the, the team that received, that went up to get the pick. The Panthers have been starving for a franchise quarterback ever since Cam Newton left. Yeah. They go up to number one and they have their choice. Now we can argue over who that might be. Is it going to be CJ Stroud? Is it going to, you know, is is it going to be Anthony Richardson? You know, who's it going to be? You know, um, is it going to be Bryce Young? But the bottom line is this. They have their choice. And let me break in right there. Break in. I'm going to sit there and say
0: this. All that BS that is coming out about they might pull like the movie Draft Day which we love yes and we and we listen and we watch it love, every love, year before the draft love Draft Day love the movie if you haven't seen it go watch it Draft Day with Kevin Costner great movie they are not trading out of that number one spot. Hell And no. for them to put that crap out there is an
1: insult to my intelligence. Yeah, it is a waste. They are taking their franchise. They went up because one of those top quarterbacks that they are enamored with, they love, and they want to make sure they get their guy. Exactly. That's the bottom line. And let's be realistic about it. The only place they could trade back
0: to and probably get their guy is number two because the Texans, number two, are drafting a quarterback. Yep. Number three is a hot spot. The Cardinals already saw what what number one got. Yep. So they're, pro- they're open for business. They're going to try to get picks. Open for business. And Indianapolis definitely taking a quarterback, even if it's the fourth quarterback. Yep. So one, two, and four at a minimum, mm-hmm. that's three quarterbacks. Yep. And possibly one, two, three, and four. Yep. So where are you going to trade back to? Yeah, you, there's nowhere to trade. You're in no man's land. Exactly. You're going to so, stick with where you're at. So they need to shut their damn mouth yep. and forget about
1: talking about that crap I don't want to hear. No, nope, I don't want... Yep. <laughs> My bottom line is they're going to get the franchise quarterback they want. Everyone knows this is a quarterback-driven league. Yep. If you find your guy, you can't give up enough picks. Yep. So they win on that end. The Bears, who presumably... Have their franchise quarterback, and that remains to be seen. Yeah. But Justin Fields, you know, the book is still being written on this young man. Right. And he has a lot of potential, a lot of upside. But what is the what is a best friend? What is the best friend of a receiver? I mean, excuse me, excuse me. Best friend of a quarterback, it's your O-line and weapons. Yep. Weapons. Yep. So you get, like my cousin said, you get DJ Moore. You're picking ninth, which there are some top-tier receivers that you could potentially look at to draft, or, dare I say, a left tackle. Which helps your yep. receiver. So this helps the Bears out because they get draft assets to try to build a team around Justin Fields yep. and get better. Yep. So this helps both teams out. I love the move. Both teams attacked the offseason, were aggressive, and it could pay dividends. Yeah, definitely. Could pay dividends. Yeah, And, and,
0: and when, we, when uh, we first saw it, you know, we both were in agreement that that's – I think it's – like you said, it's a win-win. Win-win. Plain and simple. I think Carolina gets their guy – uh, who they didn't want to wait for it. Number nine, let's be realistic. They no man's land. One. That's they, no man's land they, right there. Yeah, they, they maybe get the fourth quarterback at nine, maybe. but not pop not positive because you not. don't know what the Raiders are gonna do. Yeah. There's the Falcons, two, you know. The Falcons, Falcons are yeah, yeah so because who knows? The Falcons may look at it and say, hey, we're not going into the year with Desmond Ritter. Yep. You know, I mean what's yep. the difference? You know, we, we're going in with a fifth round quarterback. Desmond Ritter wasn't honestly, he wasn't as highly touted as 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 Sam Howe. No. Sam Howe fell further. Fell further. But, again, who, are they going to go in with a, with a th- uh, third-round quarterback? At, at big starter. Big, big decision to make. Exactly. So big decision to make. So, so Carolina said, you know what? We're not messing around. And I mentioned on the last pod, if you remember, we talked about Lamar Jackson. Oh, yeah. I said, don't be surprised because David Tepper – who's the owner of the Panthers, wants to make a splash. Mm-hmm. He made a splash. He made a splash. This is what he wanted to he do. He's been trying to make a splash. They yep. tried to get Deshaun Watson. It didn't work out. Yep. They were trying to get whoever. They've tried to get um, everybody. Yeah. You know, and they, they have went ahead and they made their splash. They got the number one pick. They're not trading out of that. Don't believe any of that BS. Nope. None of that. They're going to draft whoever they feel fits their system the best. Uh, Frank Reich is somebody that likes a bigger type of quarterback. Uh, C.J. Stroud? (laughs) C.J. Stroud. So it does lend to the fact that you might be looking at C.J. Stroud, and I think Bryce Young falls to two, and and that's exactly what Houston wants. So it all works out in the end for everybody. Exactly. So then you got, like I said, the hot spot is number three at Arizona. If they get, you know, a good compensation package, now they kind of got a parameter, yeah. you know, of what they're looking at. But but again, now there'll be two quarterbacks taken. Oh, yeah. So if somebody wants to get up to three to jump the Colts, mm-hmm. or if the Colts want to get up there yep. and try to avoid getting jumped yep. so they can get their guy at number three, then that'll be what happens there. And then maybe, you know, somebody at seven, say the Raiders, yep. can sit there or eight at the Falcons, can, yep. can go ahead and take their guy there. Or they might have to jump, too. And so, yeah. I mean, that could be that could be three
1: trades out of the top four. And this is what makes the draft so scintillating. Oh, yeah. So amazing. So yeah. much fun. It's wonderful. And again, like we said, both teams win. Like I touched on, the Bears win as well. Because the Bears, in their mind, have their franchise quarterback. Yep. You got to build around this guy. Mm-hmm. You got to bring in draft picks. Upgrade the receiving core. Mm-hmm. Upgrade the offensive line. Mm-hmm. You know, make it to where you are maximizing the ability of Of Justin Fields. You're maximizing the opportunity for this man to succeed. Yep. And that's what they did by making
0: this deal. Exactly. So – I think that's good on that. I mean yeah. that's we, we both love that and uh, we're going to go ahead and get to the Jalen Ramsey
1: trade today. Ah, another. Oh man. <laughs> so yeah, well, I tell, See what it's like when people attack success. See what it's like when teams are aggressive and they attack success and they don't just sit back on their laurels yeah and they don't and remember, they, they forfeited their first
0: round pick yep. for tampering with Tom Brady. Yep. so they don't have a one. Nope. they go out and they trade their third round pick this year and tight end Hunter Long. For Jalen Ramsey, and just to give you a context on his contract, but he wants a new contract. Yep. But dude's only 28 years old. And what did you say you thought his age was? I thought I was, he was 30. I thought he was 32. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. dude's been in the league forever. Yeah. He's a pro bowl slash all pro corner. Top tier corner in the league. And you, you trade him off. For Byron Jones, who you cut, who's talking about he's got a killie injury and can't walk and jump. Yep. So you dump him. Yep. And then you pick this guy up. Yep. He's uh, under a, right now under a five-year, $100 million contract. He's in year four. Year four. He stated he wants a new contract. I have no doubt.
1: Miami's going to sign them oh, to a they're new gonna contract. Make it work. They're going to no make doubt. it work. They are aggressive. They're on the aggressive train. So, so go ahead. Tell us about Miami. By, by, look, I, I I talk to my Every time me and my cousin hang out, I'm always raving about the Dolphins' mindset, the Dolphins' attack success. Think about this. Break down the Miami Dolphins here. A couple years ago, they draft Jalen Waddle. They want somebody to be a, a top tier receiver for Tua, Tua Tungavaloa. All right, so you figure, oh, man, they got a top-tier receiver. They don't need to get crazy to another one, do they? No, but last year... They went out and they traded. They gave up five draft picks for Tyreek Hill to get another elite talent opposite Jalen Waddle. Who
0: just won an indoor uh, sixty meter race. Yes, if you age, saw that.
1: At age twenty nine. And, and, <laughs> and if you saw the highlight of it, nobody was even close. Yeah, he, So what yeah. I don't know who the hell he was racing against, but if I'm those dudes, I'm retired. Just amazing. Just amazing. <laughs> just amazing. And and the bottom line is, is that when you're aggressive in the offseason, when you attack success, when you try to get better, mind me to sit around and say, Oh, we have one good receiver. Let's go out and get Two good receivers. Let's get really good. Let's maximize what our quarterback, our franchise quarterback can do. Who, oh, by the way, they gave the fifth year option to. Now smart. that remains to be seen. What will happen with that? It's hopefully smart move, is a smart move to the guy. Yeah. Before Tua had the concussions issues, he was playing at a top tier elite level. Yep. And look. Of course it's a risk. Of course it's a calculated This is football. It is going to be a calculated risk in football. But the bottom line is that if Tua gets his injury situation under control, he is a very, very good quarterback. We saw him leaps and bounds better this year than the previous year. Yep. He has the weapons. And then like my cousin just said, not too long ago they went ahead and they released Byron Jones because he was a cap casualty. They didn't sit around and say, oh, we have a hole in the secondary. They got aggressive. They said, look, we just lost a guy. Now let's go out and draft a guy to – I mean, excuse me. Let's go out and trade for a guy, Jalen Ramsey, top-tier corner. They attacked and says, and oh, by the way – before the trade deadline this past year. That's what I was getting ready to ask. They they traded, traded, what did they do? Trade it for Bradley Chubb. Bradley Chubb. So you get yourself an elite pass rusher. So what are the Dolphins doing? The Dolphins are making moves, baby. The Dolphins are playing chess when a lot of teams are playing checkers. They're going out here and they're getting elite talent for two to throw the ball to. They're going out there and get an elite edge rusher. Edge rusher. There's nothing in football more important than edge rusher on the defensive side of the ball, you got to get after the quarterback, especially in a passing league. And what do they do for the finale? They go out and they get one of the top five best corners in the game. I I just I love what they're doing. I hope it really works out for them. And I just it just really to see this happen. I just wish our team could be aggressive like that. But it is what it is. I love what they did. But, well, you said it best. You they're know? playing chess. Yep. Other teams are playing checkers.
0: And we're playing hopscotch. And we're play- <laughs> that, that, That's what we're doing. And we're playing, we're playing hopscotch. hopscotch. Yeah. You know, we can't even do double dutch. We can't even do. Double we can't dutch, do man. that. We're not good enough for that. We'll play we're some not. hopscotch. Yeah. You know, and maybe fall a couple times, but we'll do that. Yeah. But yeah, I, I agree. I mean, th- th- they are the epitome right now uh, of just. Att- I hate to just bounce off you, but yeah. attacking success. Yeah. They are not trying to sit there and wait. They're not trying to say, "I don't." You know, we're going to wait until. Josh Allen gets old and we're going to wait until Patrick Mahomes gets old and, and, and beat up we're we're going to battle them they want to win now they want to win now they don't care who you got yeah. we're going to go out and get players that fit yeah. our system we're going to go out and do what we do they they hired uh, McDaniel uh, who is a former what? Uh, offensive coordinator for? Uh, New England Patriots McDaniel? Hmm. no he came from the Vikings
1: oh excuse me I'm sorry man <laughs> but, <laughs> but before my... that where did he come from? New England Patriots he came from us! Oh, but, oh! I'm sorry. I, he you was know on I've our bespoke. staff. I apologize. He was yes, on yes. our staff. He's yes, one my, of the head coaching yes, tree yes, that yes.
0: used to be on Washington staff. Yes, 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 Years back, and yes, you can sit there and say, "Oh, well, you can't hire everybody." Blah blah. There's a laundry list of, of head coaches out there now that have been on Washington staff.
1: I'm thinking of someone else. I, I just I had a brain fart day. <laughs> I apologize.
0: So so yeah, my bad, my bad. So so they got a young, innovative offensive coach. They got a young. Franchise quarterback. Mm-hmm. They got a young stud receiver in Waddle. Mm-hmm. They go out and get the cheetah last yep. year, yep. and who who was on verge of breaking records. Oh man! Before Tua he, got hurt, he was an MVP candidate. Yeah. Uh, and now you go in, and and again last year Bradley Chubb you trade for him at the trade deadline. Yep. And this year you pull a uh, pull out a Jalen Ramsey trade for a third and a tight end who's a
1: backup. They have <laughs> the right that oh, the owner the Miami Dolphins ownership and the front office of Miami, they have the right mindset. The mindset is, we're not sitting on what we are. We're going to move forward and get better. And even if they feel like they can't get much better, they want to still get better. They want to be the best team they can be. They want to put the best product on the field to compete with these other teams in the AFC. And I commend them for that. I commend them for doing that. Here's, Here's the difference between their team and our team.
0: They go out and do moves like this, yeah, we re-signed De'Ron Payne. Okay. We re-signed Kalik Hudson. David Mayo. Backups. You know, I mean... Special teamers. Yeah, I mean, you know, so we're not, we're not going out, and I'm not saying, believe me, we've lived through the, the first part of Dan Snyder's throw money at every free agent that's available, you know, and, and that's not going to get it done. Mm-hmm. What I'm saying is, is you pick the right ones and you put them in your system... Instead of projecting them like we did with William Jackson and wasted that money, now we're going to have a $9 million cap hit because he's a man-to-man shutdown corner and you wanted him to play zone 65% of the time. That was truly an unforced error by our part. Exactly. So, you know, you you can't sit there and, and, you know, take, you know, a square peg and fit it into a, a, a round hole. So... Cannot do it. No. So that's, you know, I'm not going to beat down the team. It is what it is. The main thing we wanted to get on here, hit this pod out here. Again, legal tampering starts tomorrow. Uh, We hit on the Duran Payne thing, uh, the trades that we did. We were going to do a pod. This pod was supposed to be uh, local other teams because we said this is D.C. Sports Plus. Uh, We were actually going to talk about the Nationals today, the Wizards, and the uh, Caps. That's going to have to be set for another day because I think these three things everybody will be interested in. And that's why we decided to hit that. Oh, yeah.
1: Yeah. It's a big, like I said, those big trades, the signing of Deron Payne, definitely forefront, definitely exciting news. And uh, just really be interested to see how it plays out for everybody. Yep. yep. And
0: then uh, next week, we're going to uh, get another pod out there. Once uh, we know about the first part of free agency, oh, yeah. we'll be breaking down those guys. Uh Evidently, we're going to be signing some offensive linemen somehow. God, I uh, hope so. <laughs> so oh. so we'll see. Hopefully, with next pod, when y'all listen, uh, we'll have some good news on the offensive line. And I can be not as as pissed off as I am about the Deron Bay situation. Yeah, man, y'all are kind of pissed off, man. <laughs> so, but it's so, all
1: good, my brother. It's, it's all good. good. All, right, all right, thank
0: y'all for listening. As, as always, any comments, give them back to us. And then uh, let everybody know to listen to our pod. Peace out. Later.